and uh, welcome back to the things that men talk about here. Uh, one of the conversations from last time we're talking about the music that has influenced us, that someone else can almost bookmark parts and significant aspects of our life. Oh my God, we're turning to Hang on, who the hell are you? I should introduce myself. Occasionally I am called... The Master? No. <laughs> <laughs> Master Bain. These are supposed to be my friends here, everybody, and they don't know. Sydney! Sydney. Oh, yeah, Sydney. Okay. So we're talking about songs that kind of like bookmarked our lives, had that significant emotional impact on us. Like, right. We can listen to that song I'm and right. we can say what we were doing, what we are feeling at that good time. Good stories. Yeah. Have you got good I stories? Good stories. I'd like, I'd like to, start. to start the ball rolling that one of the biggest, most influential bands of growing up for me, was that Dire Straits, that whole Brothers in Arms tour. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, just so oh. mega significant. And there's more than one song. It was the whole oh. era. It was introducing to their back catalogue. Um, they were just... Funny you mentioned that, um, mm. Sydney. I mean, the Dire Straits... Um, I think it was 86, that, though, in yeah, Sydney. 86. 21 brother, straight concerts. That Brothers in Arms tour, they, they did oh, a, a live... Um, obviously, all their live shows were live, but they did a they live... Were. Um, they were. Uh, televised concert. That's right. And I was actually at that concert. Really? Yeah. You can hear first big band I ever saw. You can hear Eddie Strokes. in the background going, "Oh my nipples, my nipples." <laughs> <laughs> my nipples were pretty hard for that whole yeah. night. Who was the uh, lead singer? Mark Knopfler. Mark Knopfler was giving an interview saying, in absolute stunned tones, going. I can't believe we've got 21 concerts lined up. That was a record. And you were saying, people, yeah. you do know all we do is stand up there and play the music. Oh, but there's something different about oh, Dice Straits. I've got Straits, it on my the album, the my, my music place. Incredible. It's an incredible Sydney, favourite Dice Straits song? Oh, jeez, that's like trying to choose a favourite son. I mean, that is so Come difficult. Come on. Not hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, for no. people listening to the podcast... Uh, go on YouTube. There's a G- German show called Rock Palace. I don't know if it still exists. Listen to that concert and their version of Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh. It's not the well-known version, but it's a great version. It's German TV from about 1979. I have to add into the mix there some of their live versions of Tunnel of Love are just absolutely brilliant. Uh, there's no worse. Oh, Bruce Springsteen? No, 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 no. And He's still I, on Dire Straits. Can so. I just point out that if anyone knows Virgins... It's Sydney because he still won. Oh, yes. Don't worry about his kids. They were accidental. <laughs> All right. They're, they're misnomers. So is there, is there and a di- memories. Is there a Dire Straits song for you, mate? Oh, it's Brothers in Arms. I Brothers, love that. The actual Brothers in Arms. Song. Song. That's Arms. a brilliant that film clip. Haunting song. I, so I, I, I ride with my bike and I'm listening to the Brother in, in, Brother in Arms album and I still do it now yeah. Yeah. along with you know uh, Vance Joy. They're it's my two favourites. Absolutely And the album. whole album, I just sit there and I soak it in as I ride and crash and I have all that fun. It's I just remember the intro riff to it and oh, it really yeah. sets the tone. And that film clip, how it's all animated, but just hits the nail on the head with the tone that they want to put forward. I love the oh, Brothers right. and Arms album, but for yeah. me, best Dire Straits song was Industrial Disease. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Totally different, but it just shows totally the different. diversity. Yeah. yeah. Can, I, can I segue for a moment? You sure can. Moses has just stated that he listens to the Brothers and Arms and Vance Joy. My question is... That's a huge juxtaposition. To it's take. like there. it is. Yeah. What with, what is the extremes of you guys? Like for me, Taylor Swift, I love Taylor, and I love Guns N' Roses. 
Now, they are two very extreme. I've seen that porno movie. <laughs> I need a copy of that. Thank you very much. It's Sydney, what would you consider to be hang on, hang on, hang on, Guns and Roses? Taylor, Taylor Swift and what? Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses, yeah. okay. Before answering that question, because I'll get the ball rolling on this one, the Die Straits song for you, and then I'm happy to answer I'm, your question. I'm original Die Straits, Money for Nothing. Money, money for Nothing. Money for Nothing. Yeah. I thought when you said original, oh. you were going to say like Salt and Sweet. No. Because that's, that's like the original introduction. Yeah. It's, it's on the album anyway. My point is, I don't go for the... Great. I'm, I'm mainstream yeah, yeah. radio. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Okay. Um, I don't know if this will work, so I'll throw like two bands out there. I can listen to Faith No More any day. Epic was no. a great album. Uh, and I really love their diversity and their experimentation. And then I know this, particularly this will throw you, Eddie... I can listen to Graham Parsons all day and he's like kind of country fusion I mean the guy passed yeah. away almost 40 years ago but I love how he's fused country to make it more mainstream sadly we've still got his music <laughs> <laughs> I knew you might react like that so that's me answering the question I don't no, know was that, was that extreme reach was that something extreme. you didn't expect did you oh you've already given everyone's given their team Eddie's um, Eddie's um, coming up with ACDC AC, yeah, DC. but I expected that. Yeah, Back bit of ACDC. Oh. And early ACDC, like Bon Scott. Oh, that's, that's yeah. My yeah, but we're thinking of something that we bid outside of the square. We yeah. wouldn't expect from you. I, I, had I could see you outside doing of the AC. square. I could I, see I you doing ACDC. As far as extremes go, ACDC. Yeah. Phantom of the Opera. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I was listening Good to call. both of those today. Good call. Really? Back in Black and Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Like on. That is crazy. Mary Ann and I have seen Phantom of the Opera about five times. Wow. Yeah. It is Mo- Moses, gold. outside of the square, what would you say? Well, if you're looking at my Amazon music profile today, those were the... There's Vance. There's ACDC. There's the Phantom. Wow. There's... Uh, who's that bloke again? Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Brian Adams. And there I've got Tusk Fleetwood Mac... Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood like Mac, extremely overrated. So oh, they are oh, terribly, oh, but oh, yeah, they're Fleetwood good to ride with. Pardon oh. me, I'm going to come back to Fleetwood Mac yeah. for rumors, a good reason. Rumors, oh, rumors is the album I've got. Like, what are you guys reading my mind? And then Billy Joel, probably his oh, worst. In, album. Innocent like, Man. I love Billy Joel. Billy Joel, innocent I love, but I love his earlier stuff. Oh, yeah, Billy Joel. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. Oh, oh, come on, who's not loving that? But let's make the connection between song. And a moment in our lives. I'd like, oh. I'd like to share one. I, is this the headbanging this one? This was. Thank you. No, I, I was in a relationship with a radio headboard. Radio headboard. Now, the moment my partner and I decided to be intimate, we turned the radio on. And for about three months, no matter what time of the day we were doing it, the same song played randomly on the radio. And to this day... Whenever I hear that song, you get a boner. I'm taken back to a time when I was actually getting regular sex. Hi, Marianne. <laughs> so that time is long past. Long past. Okay. As far as I'm prepared to talk out of school on the similar topic, Nora Jones's first album creates an Jones. excellent mood. Yeah, never listen to Nora uh, Jones. Okay. Is but that I, one of your. Uh, 
intimate. Yes, it is, but I don't want to talk out. I don't want to talk out of school. But Marianne, I'll never hear about. Oh, this. well, it's a previous no, Marianne. No, listen to it. <laughs> Pre-Marianne. Pre- so previous Marianne. Previous is Marianne. And, and ironically, she was called. No, don't don't. Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> In case this is your first podcast, oh yeah, yeah, we only use our pseudonyms, pseudonyms <laughs> and rather than discussing names of wives, partners, or anything else, we use Marianne. We're about men discussing things over beer, not women. So Marianne, Marianne, Marianne. Eddie, song and emotional connection. Song would have to be uh, Billy Joel. Yes. Piano Man. It's What's a the connection? Emotional connection was the early days when I first started going to pubs. It just, just brings back a really... Every time I hear Piano Man, it reminds me of just the old times we used to get out, go go up to George Street, bit of bar hopping along there. Yeah. Uh, Jackson's that, on George. So it's the, the city, jungle bar. Not the Nowra. Oh, yeah, no, no, the Nowra sort of... Definitely the city thing. The city yeah. thing. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. That's... That's good. I, I mean, I have this unusual emotional connection to Faith O'Moore songs, Epic. Epic is just And amazing. the re- reason is that I can remember when I listened to it, Epic was one of those things that made me feel great to be alive. Mm. It just like, enjoy the moment, be part of life. And I remember I just connected to it in that way. Because when you look at the combination of that and the film clip, it was just getting down, enjoying life, having fun. And I like the simple message of that. Mm. Now, we all grew up in a time of jukebox in a bar. Was there a song you used to put on the jukebox, not to enjoy, but as you were leaving, just to piss the rest of the bar off? <laughs> oh, this sounds <laughs> like your favourite pastimes. <laughs> Who would have thought Castle would have come up with something like that? My, my trick was never a bad song, but just to pick the same song 12 times in a row as I'm walking out the pub. Wow. And just the same song over and over and over. Passive-aggressive, Castle. Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. Why did you do that? What was behind because that? Because I could. Guess because what? I, I don't think I could answer that question. <laughs> you never did that? No. I can't oh. think. I, I yeah, wanted to spend no, my money on no. things I enjoyed. Yeah. Did Rick Astley make an appearance there, Cus? Come on. Uh, I have Rick rolled a jukebox or two in my time. Yes, oh, I have. Rick, come on. I, I was listening to Rick Astley recently, Never Gonna Give You Up, and I've got to say, it's, it's held its age very well. Like, I'm oh, living yeah, in the car track. and I'm going, Rick, the man. I can still imagine the moves. Yeah, it's as bad yeah. today as it was back oh, then. Oh, I, I once did it. So good. I once so did good. it to um, the Frog Song. Um, What's the Frog Song? You know, bum, bada, bum, bada, bum, bada, bum, uh, mm. Red Frog? What was the name of that? Oh, oh, crazy, crazy Frog. Crazy Frog. Yeah. Crazy Frog? Yeah, yeah. The most yeah. annoying tune in the world. Seven times and then I left. Okay, if I could ask a question. Is there a song or piece of music you listen to and you can just feel the tingle up your spine, the hairs on the back of your neck every single time it does it for you? American mm. Pie. American Pie? Why is, why is that? Why is American Pie? Not the finger in the pie scene. It, it, no, 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 no. American no. Pie has the emotion. Stifler's wife. We, Shh, we, let him finish. We realise in American Pie <laughs> showcases the history of music of the 60s, but that moment that we've lost, we've lost four stars. It could have been the world. And mm-hmm. instead... We have American Pie. Yeah, yeah, okay. I get that. Moses, what about for you? Like, I'm still processing this. All right, Eddie, <laughs> why, why Moses is processing? 
Something that, that makes that, you tingly every yeah. time you listen to it. No, no, it's like t- tingles out the back of your spine, hairs in the back mm. of your neck, like a, wow, just connecting with you on that visceral kind of level. I, Queen, These Are the Days of Our Lives. Mm. That right. is a great song, yeah. without a doubt. We were discussing it earlier today. Uh, that's coming from one of their best albums, yeah. too. Does it, does it really matter? Let mm. me say Queen, aren't you always talking about epic music? No. Oh, look... I mean, it doesn't get talked about, but their last album with Freddie, like when Freddie was still alive, Innuendo, is should be an all-time classic. That's got such a brilliant diversity of tracks and songs. Yeah, such and, an underrated um, and, album. And, it, and it? it should be right up there with yeah. Day of the Races and all their big ones from the 70s should be right up there. That's conf- my point of view. I have a confession with Queen, though. I'm a greatest hits person when it comes to Queen. I'm not an album person. I'm just... Oh, I don't think you... Yeah, I wouldn't hold that against anyone. You know, the greatest hits albums are fantastic. Mm. How many how many greatest hits... Have Queen got? Have Queen got? Mm. Well, I mean, there's, there's two yeah. greatest yeah, hits albums. Well, three, actually. Is that three? Yeah, there's three. Okay. Wow. Billy Joel has three. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a lot of hot and cold in his music as well. Like, you oh, listen absolutely. to some... And then you'll go, I'll just fast forward that one because it hasn't aged well. And yeah. There's a few of those with Queen, some of the classics. But you expect that when you listen to the Beatles. The shit that's on some of their albums. Oh, yeah. Without yeah. question. Holy crap. Without question. And they are still the, the greatest band ever. Who, I, arguably the greatest band. I would agree Beatles. with that. Yeah, yeah I, I think is. the Beatles are probably up there Jeez. with, with the greatest ever. Yeah. And Moses, have you had time to think about a song or two? It's it's not and a song. Why, it's, it's, and why? Uh, you guys heard of Hans Zimmerman, the yeah. composer. composer yeah. Look, some of his stuff just blows me away. Um, I was just listening to. I'm not sure if it was Hans, but I was watching Lord of the Rings and the Rohirrim, you know, riding down towards Gondor, you know, and the music that they play there, the big French horns and the roar, and I'm just going, because they actually show the video Mm. on another YouTube clip with different music into it. And it just has a very flat effect. And then you hear it with its original Peter Jackson or whoever wrote it, it's just, and you just. That's oh, there is yeah. no shame, no shame in classical music at all. <gasps> no, no. Well, at all. I, I, I think that's almost like an old hat. <laughs> I think it's an old hat argument. If I were to answer the question I posed to you guys, I'd probably have to give two. And to set the mood, if you're feeling really disconnected and alienated, uh, under the bridge, red hot chili peppers. Sure. Will have that feeling for you because the lyrics are very, very powerful especially when the chorus comes in because uh, it's a very alienating type song that that was referring to and then the complete flip side in just terms of like just unfettered joy don't stop me now queen sure oh uh, you know just a, just a song about having a good time yeah, like it's great literally yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. yeah yeah now we're all going to have a completely different answer here but what is the greatest song of all time oh, no. oh how tough it have yeah. our best album and then we narrow it down Ooh, best album. Best album. Oh. Best album. We've, it's got to be the best album that we're familiar with. Like yeah. Well, I could answer that one straight so off yeah, the bat. going to be contemporary. Because I know it's probably going to differ. For me, it's always Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street. I think it's one of their best albums. It's very diverse. There's a lot of influences. But not everyone's going to say that, so I thought I'd get the ball rolling. Well, I'm going to stick with my greatest hits theme, and I'm going to say the greatest hits of Frank Sinatra because Frank gives you a little bit of everything. 
he croons, he sings, he mumbles, he breaks your heart, he uplifts you. He's Frank, he's the chairman of the board. Mm. And not bored as in I am bored. <laughs> he's the chairman of the board. I, I like, um, this is Eddie speaking, I like the um, Sergeant Peppers Beatles. Yeah, it's hard to go yeah, past yeah. that, there's some good stuff album. on it. And that's the thing about albums. You get out of albums what you want to get out of. Yeah. 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 If you're in a shitty mood, the best album in the world isn't going to do it for you. Yeah. I hear people all the time say, I'm an album guy or I'm a song guy. I'm a song guy. I'm on both. I'm a song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, my album is is The River. Down Springsteen. Yeah, Springsteen. It's just been with me for years. So, I don't know. A lot of people don't rate it. Like... I, I don't rate Springsteen. It's, I cannot stand it. I yeah, actually watched the Springsteen movie yesterday. Resonated. Um, it was about the Pakistani who loved Springsteen. Um, Blinded by the light. Really enjoyed it. Really? Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I've, I've just never got into Springsteen. The whole... Yeah, he's something yeah. I really... He's not so much of a niche, but he's he resonates with certain communities. He bet he's... Oh, I've always loved it. What a trivia about it. Born on the fourth of on the fourth of July, so born in the USA, was the first CD ever pressed. Really? Was that right? Wow. There you go. Pity was such a shit song. I actually thought it was that's a one I always pressed fast forward on. The rest of the album's bloody great. Do you know Born in the oh. USA only has one chord? Really? Yeah. I'm not surprised dun, that part dun, dun, in the middle dun. gets very repetitious. Hey, no, I can learn the song. There's no change in it. It's the uh, same uh, chord uh, all the uh, way through. Yeah. I could never get into it. I, nah, I found it nah, too blunt. Even with Courtney Cox in the audience. Yeah. Uh, that didn't no, do no it that was a different that. song, though. That was Dancing in the Dancing Dark. In the dark. Oh, was it? Yeah, Dancing okay. in the Dark. Okay. Well, that's how little I think of Springs. <laughs> All right. Best song? I'm going to throw the cat fully in the, the mix. And I'm going to say Adele. Someone like you. Oh my God! Wow, Carson. We someone. weren't expecting that level of sensitivity. Adele. To me, Adele sounds like a strangled cat. You, the, I cannot. The stand song is Adele. haunting. The song is beautiful, powerful. It's haunting because it's so bad. <laughs> no, no. Look, I knew it was controversial, but I'm sticking with it. Fair enough. Fat girl fetish. I, I think this is a very past. unfair conversation. Why? I think she stands up well on her own. I think she stands up well for two people. (laughs) (laughs) I really expected Carson to make a comment like that. um... Well, you know, I'm beefing it up here. It's a little bit flat. I'm ready to go. Fair enough. enough. How many of these have you had? Clearly not enough. (laughs) So what's going on? Like, what's the Adele thing? Is it because she's very pale and she swears a lot? I'm not a major Adele fan in terms of all of her music. But I believe that song, Someone Like You, is... The perfect song. Mm-hmm. It isn't old. It's a new song, but hey, it holds up. Okay. All right. What was your song again? Uh, oh, look, I'm going to go back a long time, around sort of 1978, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, ACDC, Bon Scott. Yeah. Let there be rock. Oh. Hard to go past that one. <laughs> oh, genre. It's. It just shows how ACDC were a kind of. Um, Pigeonholed as like a heavy metal band. Yeah, yeah. They, they, this was blues. And I was about to say, yeah. they also did a whole lot of Rosie. She's oh, got the Jack. She's got, she's the, got jack. the Jack. Yeah, they she played some really good blues. Yeah. Yeah. Angus Young is just, he's one of my guitar heroes from, from childhood. 
mm-hmm. and ACDC, early ACDC with Bon mm-hmm. Scott. I love the older stuff too, yeah. but yeah. yeah, Let There Be Rock, it's my favourite. I had the privilege of seeing his statue in Fremantle back in September. Oh, right. Got a photo of me standing next to it. Wow. Very impressed by it. Wow. Yeah, that's good. It's really hard to decide. You could ask me this question next week and I'll probably have a different answer. So uh, I've always been a huge Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. Ah, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan is one of the few artists I've ever seen cover Jimi Hendrix, and you could argue he does it better. And that's very rare to say. Can you sing Evie? No, no, no Stevie Ray, Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray. Stevie Wright, my bad. Yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan. So I, I asked anyone to listen to his version of Voodoo Child and Little Wing, and they're both brilliant in their own right. And they, it's him covering, you know, Jimi Hendrix, and you just listen to the like, Jimi Hendrix version. I mean, how can you add value to it? I think Stevie Ray Vaughan has. Can wow. I just add a special mention for, like, favourite albums and favourite songs? Anything that's not Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh, oh. You know that Floyd you don't, not into, into Wish You Were Here? Detest them. No. Is I that our that next area, the most overrated band oh, in popularity? Overrated so, band, to, overrated song. You know, you've got, Eddie, you've got a couple going on. You've got Springsteen, yeah. Pink Floyd. Pink yeah. Floyd. Who wants to add? Oh, well, like overrated we, bands. Over at Wawani. Can I come on, Wawani? Wa-wa-ni. Oh, hey, They've oh, got to go. Nineteen twenty-seven. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, oh, no, I like nineteen twenty-seven. Them seems fighting words, mate. All right, Madonna. Which Madonna? Um, is Madonna overrated? Hang on. Her greatest hits album is the quintessential album. Is it? I believe so. Then you're going to love my next one, Kylie Minogue. I have to admit, this is totally subjective. I just could never handle Prince. I'm the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I could never handle yeah. Prince. Purple Rain? No. Totally no. subjective, no. I know. I could never handle him. I couldn't handle a lot of his music, but that album is yeah. the sickest album. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was on life support. It was so sick. What about best concert experience? How would you rate that? I think, Eddie, you give me a bit of a heads up on what that may be, but I'm not going to put words in your mouth. Your best concert experience. Best concert experience I ever had, surprisingly, you probably never guess this, but was Neil Diamond. Wow. Oh, Diamond. Yes. Neil Diamond. Why and Neil sitting Diamond? next to me at the Neil Diamond concert at the Entertainment Centre in Sydney was Cold Joy. Really? Wow. Sat next to Cold Joy. There you go. Wow. And Neil Diamond had the whole crowd... From the second song, Dancing in the Isles. Oh, true entertainment. Yeah, absolute. I've never seen anything like that before. Uh, Neil Diamond was, without a doubt, the absolute best concert experience I've ever had. Wow. Yeah. Can't stand him normally. So, Moses, I gather by the pattern we have to go to someone else and come back to you? Uh, Yeah. All right. I I saw a, a country performer in the United States called Eric Church. Without question, the best show I've ever seen. The following day, I saw Paul McCartney live, and whilst that was a bucket list, it didn't compare to Eric Church. Eric Church, I will see him again tomorrow. I will follow him across Australia if he comes. I will go to every one of his concerts in Australia. If I go to America again, I will time it to ensure I can see Eric Church. Never heard of him. (laughs) Yes. I've never. Uh, From an Australian band perspective, I would have to say the Whitlams. They were Ah. just so brilliant live, so energetic. Uh, what the guy could do over the piano was brilliant and you just get captured in the mood. 
Um, I'm not actually saying this to annoy Eddie, but uh, when Pink Floyd were in Australia, I think 1988, that is a, was a real standout concert. And I remember seeing them at the Entertainment Centre. And all I'm just thinking is, wow, that was just out of this world good. No, uh, no, no. Moses. No, was, Sydney, not not to, like, harp on the subject or anything. Like, I, I have shit. no, um, I have no, like, hatred for any band. And, mm-hmm. look, everybody's got a different perspective. So, yeah, I, I have no, um, you know, no, nothing against Pink Floyd. Mm. They just sound like shit. And I always have. So Moses concert. Wawani. Eighty-seven. Blacktown RSL Wawani. You saw Wawani. Wawani. They were awesome. That's your best concert. Oh, they were fantastic. Presumably, you paid for that ticket. No idea. It wasn't me. But I was there with my mate Frank, who I don't know how old we were. Nineteen. Up from Wollongong University after going to the um, uh, porno and weed night that the SRC organised for us. Thank you very much. Should any person have a friend named Frank? Frank. you got to have a friend named Frank. Who how doesn't have Frank? a friend named Frank? How is Frank? Do you remember well, Frank? No, no, but how is he? Don't know. Lost touch. Okay. Poor bloke. Got married. Had a yeah. kid. Got unmarried. A lot, lot of people lose touch when they get married, don't they? Yeah. That's a tough part of life. That's, it is. There's a bad... Uh, don't get married. Well, that's oh, that's going to be another podcast in the future. You don't wanna, get married? If you want to lose touch, don't get separated. Why? If you want to get... Yeah. Oh, the topic will be Doesn't wives it burn and, people? Wives and Shit. friends, friends and wives. Can oh, we all right. go on? Or for a future episode, if you want to lose touch, start shaking other people's misses. That's don't look at me! No, I'm not! <laughs> and the silence. And the silence. Have I created an awkward silence there? Um, I would put out there, the worst concert I've ever been to was the Icelandic band, The Sugar Cubes. Never heard, never heard of them. Never heard of them. Nope. Bjork used to be in them. Oh, oh Bjork! Ah, no, now I know why I've never heard She used to be them. in a band. And that was actually painful. Yeah? That was really painful. She was painful, but people would buy her albums. What that? She oh. was a nutter. She got better in a solo career, but when the Sugar Cubes, I've never felt like I wanted to just leave. This is just, this is just bad. Worst concert. Worst concert, ooh. Oh, worst concert. Wawani. No, no, I don't have a worse concert. Music is great live no matter who. This is Wawani, your best concert? Uh, the Eurythmics. Yeah. Like, yeah, the they Eurythmics. Were the worst, were they? they was the worst. The like Eurythmics. it was it was actually good because I had never been to a bad concert. All my concerts that I go to, I yeah. absolutely love. Yeah, but the one that I didn't love the the most was the Eurythmics. Watching that girl, whatever her name is, in a bra. Um, was, Annie Lennox? Annie Lennox was so people just going psycho, you know, she's just wearing a bra. What's and people were clapping yeah, it was like I was surrounded by Americans clapping at anything Dave Stewart was a hell of a guitarist that was actually they were really good Eddie worst they concert bloody great worst concert I've ever been to oh there's, there's a couple out there mm-hmm. um, I would say the worst one I've ever been to was probably uh, this This was like a, a multiple performer concert um, I think it was the Radiators they were terrible. Oh, wow. yeah. Radiators. They were terrible. They were on. They were headlining with um, a heap of other bands. And, was this and, when the Doc was old? Oh yeah, yeah. Doc Neeson was there. The Angels were there. Um, was he old or? He was old. Yeah. yeah okay. Remember, Doc Neeson wasn't in the Radiators though. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. He was, he was with the Angels. My bad. Well, yeah, as but, we wrap this podcast up, I think we've all established that music is subjective. Music is. A mood, a taste, a feel thing, with all like different ideas. Absolutely, yeah. The beauty about music though is we can all appreciate it, we can all talk about it, we can all love it. Much like this podcast, we all love it. And if you love it, keep listening. Like
us, like us, love us, listen to us. Send us money. Oh, and beer. And beer. <laughs> Jump on our Facebook page, which is at Men Talking Over Beer on Facebook. You can also contact us via email on mentalkingoverbeer at gmail.com. Drop us a message and let us know what you thought of our last podcast. Yeah, thirsty poo poo. Does that mean, honey, shut the hell up? Ciao, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, bye-bye. Just, just thank you very much. Thank you. Hoo-ha. And copulator. <laughs>